Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Leif Johnson. Uh, Roman is out today, so it's just me. And over here on the remote, you have Michael Simon and Hello. you have Jason Cross. <laughs> no. Uh, so, yeah, we have some, you know, kind of stay topics today, but we're going to make it interesting. We're going to be talking about Apple's market cap. We're going to be talking about Apple going to the Supreme Court. And we're going to be talking about that uh, trade-in program. That's some fun stuff there. But I will tell you what's really fun is we are actually teaming up with AnyTrans. It's a data management tool, a data transfer tool, and we are giving away an 11-inch iPad Pro, a 2018 model. And uh, if you just go on the website right now, you'll see the giveaway up there. Just sign into the widget. You can get additional chances to win if you uh, sign up for one of our social media channels like uh, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, and stuff like that. But since we love you all as Macworld podcast listeners, we are also allowing you to have an extra entry if you enter this code when you enter it. And so the code, and you Macworld uh, loyalists will know what this means, is Wolverine. So enter that in. You'll see a spot to enter that. And you enter Wolverine, you'll get an extra chance to win. Yeah, any kind of Wolverine. You could put a yeah. Filipino Wolverine. You can put <laughs> Actually, just keep it to the word Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, just keep we... it to the one word. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, but yes, what's again? You're going to ruin everything, Dan. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we're teaming up with AnyTrans for this. Contest ends on December 12th. We will also remind you about this during next week's podcast. And uh, one thing, please, please check your spam folders when this December 12th rolls around because that's the only way that we have of contacting any of you. And sometimes people haven't gotten their wonderful prizes yet. So, yeah, if you want an 11 inch iPad Pro, yes, sign up today and uh, we'll get that out to you hopefully uh, once you want to, you win if you check your email. So, <laughs> all right, so we're going to jump in. So, just uh, back in August, you know, Apple hit where it was the, uh, you know, the first $1 trillion company, you know, publicly traded in, in the world. Now it is not so much. Matter of fact, briefly for the other day, Microsoft uh, actually was ahead of it. So it's, you know, getting back to the 90s here. And uh, <laughs> as of today, Microsoft has a, you know, a valuation of $830.64 um, Apple is slightly ahead with $834 billion. That was this morning about 8 o'clock. Yeah, no. No one ever really talks about Microsoft when they talk about the big tech stocks, but That's they've true. been, you know, steadily huge. For, Quietly for lurking yeah. there. Well, see, and that was yeah. the thing. It was like, you know, where did this come from? And, you know, and a lot of it is their cloud computing stuff. It's, you know, Office 365, yeah. Dynamic 65 and stuff. Yeah, they just don't have those kind of hot consumer right. products that everyone's talking about yes. that that makes people think of them as but they you know they just do such good steady long-term business yeah, i mean they're bigger than google amazon facebook all that they just no one ever mentions them in that fang um, talk yes right which yeah. means they're probably like the only ones that are priced correctly <laughs> maybe yeah there's no hype yeah, you know be. yeah and yeah and that's a, that's another thing is you know once you know I, I think apple could recover if it you know delivers on something really cool next year and you mm -hmm. know you know, this will factor into something that we're talking about later on, but I think you know it's you know it, it's an off year, it's an S year. You know, off it's the year. iPhone XS. They, they made like eighty billion dollars last quarter. <laughs> I know, but people are wanting this hot new thing and stuff like this. Yeah, so we're used to this there is being this like, expectation yeah. that that a Apple is going to reinvent 
the the iPhone like every, every year, every and they year. It can't be like it. It takes too long. Well, I mean, they kind of did last year. Yes. Well, that's what that I'm was saying. saying. Last it was last year. year. Yes. So this year, you're not going to get this dramatic, amazing change. And quite frankly, you probably won't get it till 2023 or 24. I mean, it takes time for these things to roll right. out. But even just like the 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 even just a non S year, like you you're mm-hmm. going to have. It's going to take at least two or three years before you get something like a redesign. Or, or a major new feature. Yeah. I think they're going to do fine once they start rolling out a lot more service stuff, once yeah, they, yeah, all their shows go live and they get millions of subscribers to that or whatever. You know, um, serve, The services business will help pick up a lot of this slack. Um, As Microsoft but has learned. Yes. Yeah, and and it's you know, and it's not just Apple. The whole stock market's been down. Yeah, well, the Amazon uh, tech particularly. Yeah, yeah, Amazon's down twenty five percent or so in the yeah. last three months. You know, and it's not because they didn't have a good iPhone this year or something like that. Like nobody's using less Amazon. In fact, this is their hot quarter and it's, yeah. and it's been going down. They made more money on Monday than like a single day in their history. Right. So, you know, it's a lot of it's just the stock market in general yeah. for a variety of factors. It's, it's also these, all of these tech stocks, as Dan was just saying, they're quite overvalued. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, Apple is a great company. We love their stuff, but a trillion dollar market value? I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 this is a correction that's been overdue in my mind. Yeah. The big it, the big stock, the big tax break was spent a lot on stock buybacks and stuff, yeah. which artificially inflated Absolutely. values a little bit. And there was a lot of heat in the market. And then, so this is correcting to some yeah. of that. And There's, it's kind of a, a confluence of things. They are not going to be reporting iPhone numbers or iPad numbers anymore. Right. They, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to say a low a low guidance, but the guidance for next quarter compared to what people were expecting is is on the lower side. It's still like ninety billion dollars. And that was the thing, but was people were expecting close to a hundred. So yeah, you were just disappointed, and yeah, as a yeah. you know, they're making it everything tank. But like you said, it's kind of like a perfect storm and stuff. You yeah, also have there's a, a lot of factors at once. You also have mm-hmm. Trump's tariff talks that were that's just came true. out the yeah. other day. Yeah, people are nervous about yeah. that. The yes. big thing is the iPhone numbers. Like that's what people have tied Apple's success to. Yes, for the last right. ten years. Yeah, and the fact and that without gonna that, get, it's going to be guesses and yeah, the fact that you're going to get revenue numbers, but you're not going to know sales units. Mm-hmm. You're gonna to have to guess about sales units, is and people are upset about that. And under, yeah. to Apple's point, it's true. One, uh, the sale of a single iPhone isn't what it used to be. Apple makes more money from more places now. It's not a measure of the health of the company. It makes more money per iPhone, like way more. Yeah. And Cr- Cruz yeah. on Read uh, on YouTube is it makes a kind of an uh, interesting comment um, that if Apple doesn't think it will sell as many products moving forward, that stands true for everyone. So is That's the true. phone market yeah. is you know? I mean. I think what what people are concerned about with Apple is in the last three months, they have dramatically raised their prices for everything. Mm -hmm. And so people are trying to read the tea leaves as to why. And maybe, you know, they're guessing, okay, so there's going to be a slowdown in product sales. They're increasing prices to make up for that. I think all of that is just noise. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, Apple, they set their prices at what they set them. They're still making 30 to 35% you know, margins on each product that, that hasn't blown up or gone down. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're, they're creating better products. They're charging more for these products and people are going to still buy these products. People who want them will still buy them. Mm-hmm. They're still going to make, you know, 80 to 85 billion in a down quarter mm-hmm. next year. There's, yeah. They're not going to fall off the face of the earth. Yes. And, uh, you know, 
but you know that, that's the thing i i just you know when i see a lot of the analysts that i've looked at like uh was the one uh wedbush dan ives you know it was you know this there wasn't big you know like it was he uh used to have it you know at uh 218 million for his uh fiscal year for 2019 first but now it's just gonna be 210 million i mean these are not like you know massive yeah. drops yeah. in my opinion and uh these are these are iphone numbers I yes exactly yeah, yeah. and yeah, uh I mean- Every every million matters, I suppose. But yeah, it's not like they're going to sell half as many. All those stories you read about cutting production by fifty percent. I mean, mm-hmm. that's not a correlation to how many iPhones they're selling. Yes. You read, yeah, you read this these supply chain stories like every year. Somebody goes every like, year. oh, they've they've cut our orders for this part by fifty percent. It's like, yeah, because they had too many of them last quarter, right? Or they're using you know, somebody they're... else, or they're building them differently. There's a million reasons why they cut supplier. Uh, right. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. and it always turns out that way. It always well. We used to get iPhone sales numbers, but right. you would see the iPhone sales numbers in the next report three months later, and it's like, oh, it was fine. <laughs> and if <laughs> Apple comes out next quarter and and makes ninety five billion, they, their stock's going to go up a hundred dollars. Well, yes. not quite that, much, but it'll 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 zoom right back up. They're they're mm-hmm. they're fine. They're still, you know, the most the 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 richest, the most influential tech company in the world, and yeah. you know, it, this is a bump in the road. I think. So I have yeah, a question. They're, and they're rolling in money. <laughs> why? Why do we even care about these numbers? Like, does the, do these numbers actually affect the strategy? You know, like, why, why are we paying so close to it, or is it just because we have? It's, it's a good. It's a good question. There's. It depends on who's leading the company. Like yes. you, you. There's there's the idea that uh, if the stock mark if the stock price keeps going bad. Apple will strategically do something to address that, mm-hmm. whether that is Change the they feel like they're some people go, well, good. They'll finally lower their prices because their their stocks down because their phones are too expensive. Other people say, no, they'll just jack up the prices because they know they have a captive market and they're going to ex- extract as much money out of them as possible. And stuff. So it only matters in the sense that, like, if Apple, if this happens for a while and Apple starts to worry about it. What are they going to do that affects us? If there was like a CEO shakeup or something like that, even if there wasn't, just hmm. with the the CEO in place, you know, if if long term Apple's stock, you know, kept sliding down or was depressed below what they think it should be or something, are they going to do something that affects consumers to try to address that? Hmm. And in the in the past, when Steve Jobs was running the company. When when their stock would bottom out, that led to an innovative something. Yeah. We got the iMac, we got the iPod, we got the iPhone. I mean, these were those were products created when the, well the iPhone not so much, but the iPod. The company was basically bankrupt. So you see, so yeah. everything on this music player. So you're hoping. I don't know if Tim Cook is that type of CEO. <laughs> no, he's not. You're hoping the Apple tank, Apple stocks tank. Am, am, am I hearing you correctly? <laughs> well, Apple's not even that kind of company anymore. Right. Regardless that's, of that's what, what the CEO good. is, they have. They have more revenue from more places. They have more levers they can pull to, to do things. But it has been true that in the past, you know, uh, Apple has tended to simplify their product lineup when things get dire. They go, okay, what's working? Let's put our eggs behind that. Let's kill off these things that aren't working, that aren't selling. Um, so we might see something like that where we just go, oh, those product lines are too big. But that, I mean, that was also a Steve Jobs thing, too. We mm-hmm. haven't really seen that under King Tim yeah. Cook at all. No, it's we just haven't had it. Yeah. That's, that, true. That's true. That's yeah. true. And, uh, but, uh, 
you know, uh, well, let's, let's go ahead and make this. Um, you know, everybody's talking about Apple, you know, that it, it charges too much. That's actually kind of the topic of what's in the Supreme Court right now. Um, yeah, they were they were deciding on Monday if, uh, you know, if you should, uh, you know. It, okay, so basically what it Roman is. Roman took his transitions with him, apparently. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Not that they were always that great to begin with. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, the, uh, the Supreme Court, it may, um, you know, they had arguments on Monday uh, about whether or not to let a lawsuit proceed against Apple saying that it's breaking federal antitrust laws by, you know, basically they have a monopoly on the iPhone market. Um, as a result, some, you know, the, the plaintiffs. App store. Yeah, the App Store, excuse me. Um, the customers say that Apple is charging too much with its 30% commission and stuff, and they want the ability to be able to sue Apple directly. It's- yeah, and they also want to be able to, you know, have apps that are installed in other ways yes. than just the app store. See, I'm going to jump on that right now because I, you know, that is actually one of the main reasons why, you know, people buy into the app system and developers like to develop for it is because the app store comes with that safety net. You know that it is vetted. You know that you can only get it through there. When you allow it to go, you know, get it from different sources, you allow all kind of, you know, the potential of viruses about some kind of you know something in there i i yeah. think that's really dangerous for apple you know on some level i see where they're coming from on the other hand you know that kind of ruins the whole integrity of that system uh, my understanding of the lawsuit is that it doesn't actually have anything to do with trying to force apple to allow apps outside of the app store mm-hmm. what it is is it's saying that because you can only get apps through the app store um there the developers have had to charge uh, consumers too much money to cover that Apple's thirty percent, mm-hmm. and that has caused their plaintiffs, you know, their the class action to have to pay too much money. So what they want from Apple is they want Apple to pay a fee. They want to pay all those people the money that they overcharged them. Um, so I think okay. that's what I think what they're trying ultimately, unless you get a judge who goes way off the rails and like really slams Apple beyond the scope of the lawsuit. Mm -hmm. I think it would only end up in Apple's got to pay a few hundred million dollars in returning fees, app store fees to maybe to the developers, maybe to the directly to the consumers. But what does that mean going forward? Let's like, let's, let's say that happens. Let's say they, Mm -hmm. the class action goes forward. They, 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 Apple loses. Mm -hmm. They have to pay, you know, $600 million, whatever it is. Yeah. What about the next, you know, they're still charging 30%. They're still doing yeah, the same so that's, practices. That's the question. You know, yeah. the Supreme Court isn't expected to make its judgment until I think July next year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. And that judgment is only whether or not this lawsuit can go forward. Yes. I, you know, that's going to take a year or two at least. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to be like 2020, 2021 before this lawsuit gets f- finished mm-hmm. and it'll probably get settled out of court. Yeah, uh, which means there's no judgment. Uh, but if anything, like the worst that would happen to Apple is they get slapped with a big fine, or you know, a fee. Which and, they appeal. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, there's going to be appeals and stuff. But if they lose all of this, they're going to get slapped with some. They're going to have to pay out a bunch of money back to back to users and maybe change the rates on their app store. Yeah, that's what I was. Yeah, and for I anyone, think that would be the worst. I don't think they're going to be forced into allowing apps to be installed from other sources so so real quick cherry berry asks how does it work on the android side See, i was about to ask that myself you would know better mike yeah they um well there's the play store that's the number the the front and center way to buy stuff but you can you can sideload anything you want essentially mm-hmm. google sets up 
in um in settings you have to flip switches and you have to allow access and mm. it's not just you press a button and all of a sudden everything gets installed on your phone but yeah you can it, it is allowed and developers offer um sdks and you can put it through i'm sorry apks and you can you can download betas you can download uh you know mm-hmm. different versions of software you can download software that isn't available on the play store mm-hmm. Yeah. And every now and again, you read a story about 100 million uh, viruses on Android phones. <laughs> yeah. You know, 99% of which are caused via that method. Yes. There are yeah. other, you know, in, 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 you know, in other countries, there are whole other app stores that aren't the Play Store. Or even, you can, even here, you've got Samsung yeah, phones. Samsung has their own Galaxy store. Their yeah. own Galaxy store yeah. on in, pre-installed on all their phones. Uh, Amazon's got their app store. Um which is and, you, which you get by downloading an APK. That's a that's an application package. You get it. You download it from their site. You install it, and then you now you've got another app store on your phone. Yeah, and it asks you. It says, "Do you want to do this?" And you know, you have to al- allow apps to be installed from unknown sources. Mm-hmm. It's not something that the average person will do or even really know how to do. But right. a, a a better look at this is the Mac. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. that, you know, that's Apple, that's Apple, and that is allowed. They have the App Store, and there's tons of, but there's a lot of developers, a lot of big-name developers that offer their apps outside because yes. of that cut and because mm-hmm. of Apple's rules. Well, and because it, it's always been that way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's certain, the way that store, the way that apps sold in the App Store have to be kind of sandboxed right. and stuff it makes it hard for certain kinds of, app, yeah. of, of Mac apps to be sold there. And you don't, you don't hear about you know, mountains of viruses on the Mac. Apple has their system sure. and they, they know it works. So I, they could do it. It would be a, a, a much messier situation, I think, on the phone. Yeah. But um, it, it, it can be done and it can be done safely. Do you know if uh, Google charges a rate for the ones? Yeah, that yeah same, it's the same as Apple. Same, it's the same as Apple. I think there's, I think they have a, th- the thing where once you reach a certain level, like Microsoft, once you reach a certain level, the rate changes a little bit, but it's mm-hmm. ultimately for most people, it's 30%. Yeah. I feel like, and that's why it, a game like Fortnite skipped it. Mm, yes. <laughs> you, you download the Fortnite yeah. installer from the site on and Android. That was a nightmare at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. It was it immediately, immediately like, like on day exactly one. the problem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's interesting the way that the Mac App Store works because, like, one of the apps that I use is Daisy Disk, and it's really good for basically cleaning out your Mac and stuff. So you can download a version through the Mac App Store, which is what I did, and I and I like that because you know I can just back in any time and re-download something um, very easily. But I guess because of Apple's protections, it doesn't give you full access to everything. So if they know that you have bought it from the Mac App Store, they'll give you a separate download on their site, which like gives you like full access to your Mac. So that's yeah. one of the interesting ways that uh, some it, of the cool uh, some of the cool uh, utilities that for changing the way your mouse works and stuff right. like that, things like that yes. tend to not be in the App Store because they can't be. Yes. And so, yeah, that, that that's, you know, a prime example of where you see Apple safety versus everything else. I feel like I need to point out that one of the main thing that's being like the, the roadblock here is this case called Illinois Brick um, Company versus Illinois. And that held that the, only the direct purchaser of a good or a service may sue uh, someone that they believe is, a you know, monopolist um, for damages. So meaning, you know, um, you know. The the way Apple Apple sees it, it's basically providing a platform for the developers, and they sell the stuff. You know, yeah. that mm-hmm. Apple is not directly selling the stuff, so to speak. But you know, yeah, the plaintiffs sure are, there's there's some merit to that. Yes, mm-hmm. and uh, because you know, I mean, I, I think the biggest issue here is 
you can buy another phone. You can develop for another exactly. phone. Exactly. That's what I was going to make. Like yeah. that, Apple doesn't have a monopoly on smartphones. Mm-hmm. It has a monopoly on iOS, just as Google right. has a monopoly on Android. Yeah. It's their thing. So I don't know where this case will go, but if I was Apple's lawyer, like that's my argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's not a monopoly. Well, the the phone is never argued that the phones were a monopoly. They just the the, the monopoly is selling apps on the iPhone. Can well, only well, sure, but if you you can buy an Android phone and do this, you know, you can you can get that experience, that app experience mm-hmm. on another device. And I don't know. I'm not a lawyer, so we'll see. <laughs> but you know that that you know I I that's that's you know hopefully that's all it comes down to is the fact that you know maybe they'll lower the rates or something like that because I I do actually worry that you know if it goes too far that could you know compromise that focus on privacy and piracy and everything else. That I, I don't I don't think Apple would let it get to that, but what you know we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's going to be this is probably going to be years in the making, mm-hmm. and it'll probably end up in a settlement. Yeah. <laughs> you know that that right. so lawyers will get lawyers will get rich, and some people in the class action will get thirty seven cents each. Right. <laughs> and, and I mean, I, think about how long Apple and Samsung had that court case. It was like yeah, you know, years which and years one? And years and years. Yeah, which right. one exactly? <laughs> yes. And uh, but you know, I do know that uh, you know what you were talking about. You know what what they were saying. You know, even Justice Roberts, you know, is actually on Apple side. Chief Justice, you know, was saying that the plaintiffs weren't. You know. They're saying things now that they weren't even saying in their original complaint. Um, yeah, right. So you know, remember how you like you were saying, you know, just lower the prices. Well, it kind of goes a little bit beyond that now. So yeah. that's what's making it, you know, a little bit more, um, you know, complex. But um, let's see. Um, so and, you know, let's just for just one last thing. I mean, yes, Apple charges thirty percent. It also supplies a distribution method to a billion devices. Yes, mm-hmm. and it's safe and it's secure and people trust it and they advertise and all that stuff that comes with that thirty percent. Mm-hmm. You're not getting nothing for your money, right? So, and I believe that's what Apple is. One of their arguments is, is you know, that malware protection and everything. Um, I, I know that was specifically mentioned. Um, yeah, so that that's that's it. And uh, but. Um, Apparently, all this safety is not enough for people, you know, to go out and buy themselves a new iPhone, even when it is cheaper. Because uh, we had the iPhone trade-in <laughs> program. Oh boy! And uh, <laughs> yes, and uh, so you know, yesterday it was. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Apple um, they boosted the amount of money that it gives through its Give Back program for the iPhone six through the iPhone eight, but not the eight plus. Um, just for the limited time. So give you an idea. Um, you can now get a one hundred and fifty dollars for an iPhone 6 or $200 for a 6 Plus. Uh, previously, it was $75 for the, the 6 and uh, $100 for the 6 Plus. So that's that's pretty nice. Um, the boost aren't as big for the newer ones, like an iPhone 7 Plus, you get $300, as opposed to $250, iPhone 8, $300 from $250. But, you know, it's it's a nice little, you know, holiday area, uh, you know, way to get, a, get an iPhone. Um, right. This is Apple's official give back program where right. you take your old iPhone into an Apple store or whatever, or I think they'll cross ship it if you do it online. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you're, you're turning it in and they're giving you a, a discount. They're giving you credit mm-hmm. toward the purchase of a new iPhone. And this is only if you buy an iPhone 10 S or 10 R. Correct. Right? Yes. You get this, but it's, you know, they've, they basically increased the amount they're giving people, for the holidays, basically, by seventy-five to a hundred dollars for for most of these models, um, and the really the sweet spot's the six S. Mm-hmm. Like the six S non plus is now worth 
you know, 200 bucks. 200 is bucks. It? Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, where you were, you were getting a hundred mm-hmm. and you could do better. <laughs> you can probably <laughs> sure. actually still do better than these prices. If you look around at a lot of these phone buyback places yes. and stuff, but that's kind of a hassle sometimes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, frankly, if I were to do it, I'd just prefer to do it at Apple because I did try to sell my phone. You know, I've seen some people saying do it through Craigslist, do it through eBay, and the guy doesn't show up. Uh, yeah, you know, that kind of oh, always, I've had all kinds of problems. Yeah, yeah, me too. If it's a re- if you have a newer phone, you'll get a lot more money. I mean, oh, yes. go ahead and go through the go through the hassle because you're you're talking hundreds of dollars of difference. But if you've got like a, a you know three or four year old iPhone mm-hmm. <laughs> that you're trying to get rid of, sometimes you know. Donating it to charity is always great yeah. um, if you can afford to do that. But the, the trade-in program is not too bad. So Consumer Life asks, should they have done this from the very beginning when they at launch? I think they needed I mean, at least a little bit of breathing room before they yeah. did that. Yeah. Not right at launch. The, but you the mean- first week of these sales are always going to be gangbuster. You've got right. pent-up demand. But mm-hmm. it and is I, a question of is, are they doing this because yes. demand isn't where they expected right. it to be That's for these, what it is. these phones? And, I mean, we have no way of knowing because mm-hmm. it's not like Apple gives us weekly sales data or something. They won't, they won't give they us quarterly sales data. They're not going to give us anything <laughs> other than, than revenue numbers. Yeah, They're going to yeah. give us re- the revenue number for the phones. Um, and you'll have to guess what that means for Which it should be stated that, like, nearly every other company does that. Right. Apple was rare in the fact that they right. broke out all of their numbers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, breaking out the unit sales. Was yeah, now no. they'll just break out, like, iPhone sales, you know, mm-hmm. as the, the revenue number. But anyway, um, <laughs> it's uh, it, it's there's no way to know, but it certainly doesn't look good. Right, yeah. exactly. Which I don't remember them doing this before. Because it's, it's a, it smacks of a little bit of desperation. Yeah, <laughs> It's kind of like uh, Fallout 76 dropping in price just a couple of weeks after it came out. <laughs> and, uh, so I if, mean, if, if, if Apple starts running like BOGO offers on Apple.com, then I'm going to start worrying. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It, it it is still not quite the deal that you get turning in your phones to carriers and stuff. Mm-hmm. So is there is some question about whether or not this is just more about them trying to um, move some of the allocation that they have for their own stores mm-hmm. versus stuff they sell through carriers, yes. as opposed to sales being poor all around. They may just not be doing a good, very good job selling directly their allocation that they've got in their stores and stuff. Um, and so or maybe it's just simply upgraders like they expected a, a, a larger percentage of iPhone 6s and 7s to be jumping at these phones and they're not so they've given right. them a little more incentive to do so I don't know and I know we were really expecting a 10R to be super popular and uh, <laughs> you know and honestly you know I know maybe it's because I've gotten so desensitized to this but I don't think 749 is a bad starting price for for that phone but yeah we have gotten desensitized <laughs> yeah super expensive <laughs> iphone yeah like imagine like the iphone 4 was 750 bucks yes. people would have like torn their hair out because <laughs> I, I know a lot of people were saying like these discounts you know add you know subtract that from the the 10r and that's what it should have been when it launched for yeah. the the price yeah i mean i think there's something to be said if it was 699 mm-hmm. it would be a little bit more palatable to some people but seven, i mean 750 for what you're getting mm-hmm. i think it's one of the best phones out there and mm-hmm. Yeah, if most you use that that upgrade program. You you spread out the the payments over twenty four months. It's like thirty dollars a month, something like that. Yeah, most most consumers in the U.S. are buying them from carriers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's where they're getting their upgrade, and they all have a turn turn in program for your old phone, and you're getting about this much, sometimes more. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and they're the, spreading it out through payments. And I think that's where most of it's coming from. So it could just be Apple kind of getting on equal footing with them, at least for the holiday season. Yeah. Sure. And I think there's a larger issue is that, and I see this, I see this with, with my mom. She has an iPhone um, 6. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so she was talking to me uh, over Thanksgiving. And I said, um, yeah, the iPhone 10R is $750. She's like, I'm not paying that. <laughs> She's like, my, my last phone was 100 bucks. I'm like, no, no, it, it wasn't. That yeah. was a subsidized price, and there was all sorts of fees and things that you didn't know about. Yeah. Yeah. Now the plans are a lot more simpler. You're paying $70 a month or $80 a month for your line, and then you have to pay the phone on top of that. But it, it equals the same, some cases left. Yeah. People, you know, a lot of consumers don't really understand that they weren't paying these prices before. Right. Especially yeah. if you were not upgrading every time. Like if you kept yes. the old phone and you were still paying those extra fees then you were just paying those extra fees on, on uh, yeah phone. also true like they like Verizon never called you up and said oh by the way you paid off your phone here's $15 a month back they never they never yeah, gave yeah. you that yeah yeah, yeah. Cru- cruising rate yeah. says that they always bought their phone uh purchase outright many times but this year is giving them pause i can't do that i'm sorry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is if you can swing it it's the better way to do it just because you own it and it makes it easier to sell and you can sell whatever time you want and all this other stuff but you know the the way the plans are laid out now are not bad they really are you're either over 18 months or two years it's just dividing up the payments yeah. with basically no yeah interest. there's there's no interest and that, that upgrade program is just nice because if you you have the option if you want the next year's phone you can get it if not you can keep paying for 12 yeah. months to keep your phone well i think and, i think the comment separate from your bill your normal bill so when you have paid off your phone your bill does go down you know yes I, right. I think the comment was more just about like the overall total price whether you're paying it <laughs> monthly or not but i yeah, think totally if we see next year that the prices stay the same, that's probably like, oh yeah, they realize that maybe they they've they've found the ceiling that people are are willing to pay. Well, they're not going to go down. Yeah, <laughs> they're not going to go. So maybe they stay the same and they don't do that twenty percent jump. Yeah, they probably. I, mean, back I, off, I, I can't they imagine that. I think this is the ceiling: eleven hundred dollars for a phone at the, the the base model. I think that's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Unless Apple comes out with some super duper, you know, prototype thing that you know, like like Samsung's folding thing that's like fifteen hundred. But for these phones, for what we got, yeah, yeah, this is it. Maybe they'll try to re change the name from from having phone in there so people don't think of it as a phone. And it's like now, no, it's a it's a computer. It's oh, a, yeah. the the iPhone Pro will be fourteen hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. <laughs> it's for professionals to to yeah. to edit uh, and yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, see, it was, it was going back to what you were saying about, you know, Apple adjusting when it sees, you know, its stock falling and everything. You know, I'm worried, you've got to admit, especially since Steve isn't there, you know, that, you know, they will start like scattershotting stuff and, uh, you know, like, let's listen to what customers want. But is it like really what I you don't want? think so. Like, no, you know? I th- I, they, if, 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 you know, under Tim Cook's realm. Uh huh. It's been they've been solid. You know, the Apple Watch is a solid product. The HomePod, as much as we make fun of it, it's a solid product. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're not they're not throwing things at the wall and seeing what sticks. Uh-huh. They're they're taking their time. They're developing things and they're putting forth you know the things that they think are best. I don't think that's going to change. Yes. And, yeah, and, and you know, and the nice thing is, you know, there hasn't been like a big failure. Like even the HomePod, we keep saying that a lot of its problems could be fixed basically with a good software update. And yeah, serious problems are not. Tim Cook's doing yeah. the problems that have been long in the making. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah. a lot of it is that privacy thing. When that's what they're mm-hmm. continuing to work on, how to do all the stuff that Google does on the device without going to their servers, and it's not an easy task. 
So, do you know many people who have actually bought an, uh, bought, an, uh, bought a ten R? Me? Yes. I know, I know one myself. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That that because you know that that's uh, usually usually my gauge. But it was like my parents. I tried to convince them to get a ten R too, and uh, they were they they haven't said no, but they were very much waffling on it. And uh, you know, and I was mm. like, if you want to go, and I'm also kind of worried about how they're going to adjust to Face ID. And sometimes I wonder if you know other people who are really attached to the home button will feel that same way. It took me like a week to get used to it. I, I, I've i always been on the side that I don't think the 10R is going to sell more than the 10S. Uh-huh. So mm. I still stand by that. Interesting. We'll see. Uh, Brad Charcos, our uh, PC World colleague, uh, bought him and his wife bought one over um, Thanksgiving. Oh, they did? Yeah. Did he yeah, previously yep. have an Android phone, or was he? He, iPhone he had a, he had an iPhone SE. Yeah, oh, he was yes. he was he was long. holding out. For, yeah, he was for really hoping, SE, and he yeah. finally gave up. And said they're <laughs> not going to do it. That's correct. He's a super small phone guy, and yes, yeah. um, and I I swear to God, in, he'll never admit it, but in a month. He'll be a big phone guy. Yeah, yeah. Or, he, or he just right. You just don't notice after a while. Yeah. And, yeah. And do you think? I mean, and, and going back to that, do you think you know Apple really? Because I know a lot of people want to see that comeback of that smaller phone. But do you think yeah. Apple really needs to do that? No. No. <laughs> I mean, it, sure. If they want to, people will buy it. But yeah. It's. I mean, the iPhone SE was never for small phone people. They were for emerging markets, yes. and they have a different strategy yeah. there now. Yeah, those emerging markets, most of them are really fond of big phones. That's right. So that's yeah. why they have the iPhone Seven for or Seven Plus for whatever is four fifty or five hundred, whatever mm-hmm. it costs. That's that's the strategy now. Yeah, and I know a lot of people were hoping that the the ten R would take off in China um, with the the dual SIM and yeah. stuff. I mean, well, we yeah, it's, no it's tricky, and I mean, Apple just hit this perfect storm of just like you know the tariffs, and I mean, there's yes. so much going on right now mm-hmm. to to affect the, how these things are selling and, and affect how the uh, investors see Apple. I'm really curious to see how they do over the holiday quarter. And going forward, you know, are these tariffs going to take effect? Will they figure out with China? Because there's a lot of ill feelings yeah. from China toward American products now mm-hmm. on top of the tariffs. So there's a lot that has to get straightened out that's beyond Apple's control before we can see, you know, how well these phones are really doing. And an important point about the tariffs, I have seen some analysts, I can't find it in my notes, but um, there were some analysts that were saying that it would actually cost you know, a lot more for Apple to start making iPhones in the, the U.S. And I don't think they yeah, yeah, do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so he would Absolutely. say like it was like be a, like a 10 or 20% tariff. That's what Trump said. Uh, but, you know. Wait, it, it would be like 50% more. <laughs> yes, exactly. And, and the ones I was seeing were conservative. They were saying like 30%. You know, but not the, to mention just the cost of building these factories. Yes. Not, they don't exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you got to make 50 billion, 50 billion, 50 million <laughs> phones a quarter. I mean, that's not, uh, you know, you can walk in and, and rent out space and whatever factories available yeah it takes it's a, a quick turnaround would be it would take two years to build that factory absolutely yeah and, and then you get to staff it and, and do you, you remember the sapphire glass remember how they had the problem with yeah, that when i tried sure it? Yeah. yeah yeah and they tried that here and that that was a spectacular failure <laughs> although the glass <laughs> that was, just, that was today one compl- is made in in the u.s but yes. yes but then that's the other part is that all the just getting all of the pieces that go into your iphone which are made all around the world then those, those all have to come to the U.S. and those are subject to tariffs. So even if it's assembled here, that doesn't necessarily mean that like it, it's all those American jobs you want. It's Amer- it's it's jobs putting the phones together, which is the l- cheapest job in the entire chain mm-hmm. <laughs> of making an iPhone. That's like the lowest paying thing. So yeah, I don't know. It's certainly not going to. 
nothing like that's going to happen soon. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I don't, I mean, by the time it push comes to shove, everything changed, you know, there could, could yeah. be a new, a new administration, you know, who, who, yeah. who knows like what, by the time that point happens. So mm-hmm. I don't foresee that ever really taking root here. Yep. Well, the only time I really see, you know, case for, you know, a doom and gloom is we, we, we really got to see what Apple does next year, because like I said, I know you laugh, but you know, like it is an S year. It's what I consider an off year and stuff. And I, and I think whatever Apple shows us next year, well, you know, that'll kind of like the, the early rumors are that, it's th- they're the same. Yes. Yeah. Well, the, next year ought to be a fun year because it's probably going to be kind of another S year on the iPhones, which is what we're used to. The six, six S, seven, those yeah. were, or all... even iPhone one, two, and or three, whatever, one, three, and three S were not all that yeah. different from each not other. Not all that different. But they've got next year's the year that a lot of other stuff happens. Next Seriously. year's the year they start rolling out their streaming video service. Next year's Mac Pro, Mac, yep. you know. Uh, who knows where the MacBook line is? Going iOS thirteen year. is rumored to be a big major change for the iPad. Right. Um, yeah. Who knows what they're going to do with the regular non-pro iPad? To, you know, whether yeah. that goes to a Face ID right. type of sort of thing. So I think we're going to see a lot of interesting stuff from Apple. Not in what is the just the iPhone and the the picture of the health of the company is going to start to be about a lot of other products and services yep. beyond how many iPhones do they sell. And with iOS 13, if they do manage to make this into a more, you know, useful device for just work and stuff, that could be big, I think. And uh, Especially yeah. if you're getting one from free from from us. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think that's just going to wrap us up. Um, so, yeah, because we had some very fun topics today. So, <laughs> but, um, but once again, yes, we are teaming up with AnyTrans. We are giving away an 11-inch iPad Pro. This is a 12.9-inch, so this is not what you, what you will be getting. But, um, but yes, it, totally for free. That's normally a $7.99 value. Uh, it is uh, 64 gigs and does not come with a pencil, does not come with a smart folio, but it's still a great tablet. And, uh, yeah, I, I like it. We're not rich people yeah we're not rich. <laughs> clearly <laughs> clearly so <laughs> it's uh yeah i like i said i got to do the payment plan for my iphones <laughs> but uh, but yes once again just go up on the site you'll be able to see it and if you want an extra code to win enter the word wolverine yes and uh, in honor of our missing wolverine yes in honor of our missing wolverine so uh but yes that about wraps us up um this is 630 this is episode 631 of the macro podcast roman should be back next week uh, um, but if not, I will be here, you know, to entertain you and regale you. So, uh, yes, but you have about two weeks for this contest, just a reminder. So thank you all, and we'll see you next week. 